Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. We are back in the studio for another podcast episode, and we are talking about the LA Dodgers and the latest developments. I don't know if y'all have heard the news, but it is quite exciting. Um, not sure Extremely. what else to say. Probably shouldn't say <laughs> Probably that. Probably shouldn't say that, but it's the truth. Here we are. Um, it's exciting. <laughs> And we are going to get into some of the different things that have been happening in our world recently. There have been a lot of things. If you guys have been paying attention to the news and just politically, and there's just been a lot recently, but we're specifically going to dig into what happened at the LA Dodgers Stadium. If you guys haven't heard about that, it's quite the interesting story. And we're just going to examine that a little bit because we did a podcast episode a couple months ago about the LA Dodgers and how they made the decision to invite the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which are basically drag queens that go around and perform at different events and such, Mm -hmm. to come and be a part of one of their events. And so we talked about that. We also talked about a family event that they were going to have a few weeks later and just some of the crazy, just absolutely evil and sinful decisions that Mm -hmm. they were making and the evil things that they were participating in. And then a couple weeks later, we talked about the Texas Rangers and how they were actually standing up against these things and speaking out against it and doing the right thing. And so while it's not absolutely necessary that you go back and listen to those episodes to listen to this one, we are going to be referencing back to those episodes. So if we say anything about our other LA Dodgers episode or Texas Rangers episode, you'll know what we're talking about about and you can go back and listen to those after you listen to this one if you like. We had such great conversation in those episodes that we want you to be a part of as well. So Maddie, before we get into today's events and the different things happening, let's get started with a couple announcements and then we'll get into it. Okay, so this is actually something that we haven't discussed in quite a while. But our podcast is very nearly at 12,000 downloads. Mm -hmm. So this is an exciting new milestone as they always are. We are always excited when we see y'all continue to download episodes and continue to listen because it's still crazy to me that literally anyone listens to our podcast Mm -hmm. and you download and we are extremely happy about that Uh, because if you didn't, then we would be wasting a lot of our time. But luckily, y'all are continuing to download and are continuing to listen and support our podcast. So we are so excited about that and just grateful that you guys keep coming back every week and uh, that we're able to just sit down and have these types of conversations that you guys really enjoy listening to. Thank you for uh, getting us to 12,000 downloads or we're very nearly there. It's definitely an exciting new milestone that we are happy to be hitting. I know that we haven't really talked about the downloads as much since we hit 10,000 downloads. Mm -hmm. We were running out of ways to celebrate every single time because y'all were helping us hit these milestones so quickly. And so we're going to back off on some of the celebration for now and we are going to let you guys know when we hit 15,000 downloads Mm -hmm. and then we'll 
plan a big to-do, a big hurrah, and get you guys involved in some of that stuff. So thank you all for downloading. If you haven't downloaded some of your favorite episodes yet, make sure that you go and do that so that you can listen to them wherever you are, whether you have any kind of Wi-Fi or any access to the internet. If you download the episodes, you'll be able to access them whenever you want to listen to them. And it's just a great way for you guys to get access to the episodes and also to just support the podcast in general. Absolutely. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Last week, a hurricane named Hillary made landfall in Southern California. And we quickly learned that and saw pictures of the LA Dodgers Stadium, which was completely completely flooded Mm -hmm. due to this hurricane. And so it just got us thinking as Maddie and I were talking about just recording this episode and obviously our minds immediately went to go God, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the things that they have been participating in and the Lord does not take these things lightly. And we're going to get into this a lot in this episode because the Lord does not just let us continue on in sin, pretend that we aren't participating in these things. And these things, these choices that they have made, this team has made, they are going to have consequences. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that this is probably the only consequence here, but I think it's quite interesting to look at these things. It's kind of like we did a blog post on it when it happened. I believe it was in 2020 when uh, someone painted George Floyd's face all over the side of a graffitied wall. And that wall was struck by lightning only a few days later after mm-hmm. the painting had been done. I just find it so interesting that the Lord shows us this is wrong. This is completely mm-hmm. sinful. This is evil. This is not something that pleases me. And he shows us in ways like flooding the LA Dodger Stadium to confirm to all of us who have been watching and looking and hopefully to reveal to this team that guys, what you're participating in is not of me mm-hmm. and it's not right. And I just think it's something that is honestly, if I if I can say this, it's encouraging to us believers who have discernment and who are looking at these things from a biblical perspective and asking the Lord, Lord, what pleases you most? What choice should I make? Should I be supporting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence? Should I be supporting groups like this? Should I be even allowing that to happen in a school or a church event that you're a part of, whatever it may be. I'm not just talking about the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, but we have seen so many groups like them Mm -hmm. come into even churches, youth groups, schools. You have the drag queen shows at schools now. They're reading absolutely explicit material to little children Mm -hmm. in daycares and schools. It's just ridiculous. We've gotten to this point in our world where everybody just thinks it's better to go along and get along than to stand up and say no to these things because it's easier and it's more convenient. Mm -hmm. And nobody says anything if you just go along and get along. Nobody will come at you and say, you're not doing the right thing because all of us Christians who should be strong, who should be standing up and saying no, Mm -hmm. we're not bold enough to tell people that. So we just stay quiet, even if that's our belief, even if we're not going to support the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, we won't tell our friend over here who is questioning whether they should or not that they shouldn't. We're not willing to tell them that. So we're quiet. We just go along and get along. And then the Lord does stuff like this. And I I would go so far as to say, 
most Christians don't have a leg to stand on at that point when the LA Dodgers Stadium is flooded. And this is a great way for us as Christians to say, this is what our God does when we participate and we openly accept evil agendas, worldly Mm -hmm. agendas. When we accept what the enemy is doing and we give him room to work in these different things, whether it's a sports team, whether it's a school, whether it's your church, no matter what it is, even if it's just your family, we cannot give the enemy any room to work in these things. We have to know what we believe and why we believe it I think that as Christians, we have failed in this area. And then when the LA Dodgers Stadium is flooded because the Lord is trying to show us and reveal to us and help us to be confident in the fact that he wants us to stand up for what is righteous. He wants us to fight for what is right in our world today. We don't have a leg to stand on because we didn't stand up in the first place Mm -hmm. when we should have made the choice to not support that and to support other things instead of that, to support the things that the Lord wants us to support. And so I just think it's very interesting that this is what's happening. And so Maddie and I were researching a little bit before recording when the last hurricane tropical storm was in Southern California. And the last tropical storm made landfall in California 84 years ago. 84 years ago. Mm -hmm. And this is according to CBS News. Okay. If you look up their news article, has California ever had a hurricane? And then the subtitle is one expert says tropical storm threat from Hillary is nearly unprecedented. How interesting is this? Mm -hmm. That even liberal woke media is shocked by this, right? This is not just something that they're like, oh, hey, we got to report this because it happened. No, they're quite literally, if, if you read the article, they're shocked by this, that this is happening because there hasn't been a tropical storm that has made landfall in Southern California since 1939. How crazy is that? 1939 was the last tropical storm. So I think the Lord is trying to show us something in this. I think he's trying to get our attention and he's so good and he's so faithful to do this, but we have to understand that our God is also just and that he also brings wrath upon those who are not obeying him because he wants to bring them to salvation. He's trying to show them that this is not right, that this is not the lifestyle. These are not the choices they are to be making. And he's trying to show them a much better way because he is loving. His justice and his goodness are so intertwined. And it's so easy for us Christians to kind of make distinctions with those and to Mm -hmm. say that they're so separate. And we have people who ask us, how can a good God do stuff like this? Because he is good. Like that is who he is. And he is also just. And so those parts of his character come out in things like this. Why? For one purpose only, to win others to him, to bring them closer to him and to reveal to them what his plans and purposes are. Yeah, I think this is definitely something that should be getting our attention and should definitely be convicting us if we still went on to support the LA Dodgers even after Mm. we found out about the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And for those of you who don't know, who maybe didn't listen to our last episode or weren't keeping up on the news when this happened, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence openly mocked Christianity. So it wasn't simply a drag show. It was a drag show where... There was a performer literally using the cross Mm -hmm. with another performer depicting Jesus like hanging on the cross. This 
performer literally like pole dances on the cross. Mm-hmm. And it's an image that I will never get out of my mind, but that I wish was never put there in the first place because it was absolutely disturbing. And I think that in our world, we have gotten way too comfortable with mocking God. We have gotten way too comfortable with the idea that nothing is ever going to happen even when you do mock God. That is so dangerous Mm -hmm. to think. And it's something that scripture repeatedly tells us is not true. That the Lord will avenge himself and that there will be justice and that you will not mock God without experiencing consequences. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that, I mean, yes, the LA Dodgers made the direct decision to invite the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence multiple times, actually, to Mm -hmm. their stadium. And they had a Pride Night and, you know, all this stuff was happening back in June when Pride Month was going on. And so we have to do something for the gay people because if we don't, then that's bad for business, apparently. And So they may have made the initial decision to actually invite the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to their stadium and ask them to perform multiple times. But we are the ones who made the decision to continue watching their games or Mm -hmm. to continue buying tickets and going to their games or buying merch, just supporting them in any way. And I think that we should definitely feel extremely convicted about that. We don't really watch baseball anyway, but it was definitely a hard no after we found out about what the Dodgers did. But I think that lots of us need to feel a pretty hefty dose of conviction if we supported them or just flat out didn't completely boycott them because they are definitely an organization and a team that deserved to be boycotted. They openly mocked God. And I don't think that we can rightfully claim to love God and love the things that he commands us to love and still support people like that. I genuinely don't think that we should be able to do that with a clean conscience in any capacity. Mm -hmm. So this is, I hope, a wake-up call to the church and to lots of Christians who continue to support the team simply because like, oh, well, my dad liked this team. I was raised watching this team's games or, you know, well, they're pretty good, so I'm just going to watch them anyway. I've been a fan forever, so we'll just ignore that. I'm not going to go to Pride Night, obviously, but they don't include that in any of their games. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That is dumb. And that is absolutely not an excuse that any Christian should have made whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So I hope that this will be a wake-up call to the American church who has become so wishy-washy in their opinions and their beliefs on these different things, and that it will show us that God will not be mocked. And even though we're not the ones that invited this group to perform at one of our events, doesn't mean that we will not experience consequences for continuing to support this team because Mm -hmm. this team did not deserve any kind of support in any capacity whatsoever. And as Christians, we are called to boycott things like that. We are called to hold ourselves to a higher standard and to not participate in any kind of sin and Mm -hmm. evil, but especially things like this. So this is definitely something that the church should feel convicted about supporting if they did support it at all. But also, I think we should feel convicted for not talking about it. Like Mm -hmm. Lily was saying earlier, I think that we should all really mourn the fact that we weren't courageous enough to discuss this kind of thing in our churches. And obviously, you know, we talked about it on the podcast and we try our best to raise awareness about some of these different things because I do understand that, you know, you can't catch everything that's going on in the news and stuff. So like, 
many people could have been completely ignorant Mm -hmm. that this had happened, but I think that it's also the church's responsibility to keep people informed about things like this, especially when it's blatantly sinful. Mm -hmm. And with June being Pride Month and stuff, I was extremely disappointed to not see more churches discussing Pride Month and how we should respond to it and what it actually means and where it's leading our world and Mm -hmm. how it will ultimately affect us, how it's affecting us now. Because so many Christians are confused about like what to do because we're caught up in the more mainstream, shallow Christianity is telling us like, like, oh, love everyone, be peaceable, Mm -hmm. don't raise a ruckus about anything, just love people. And then you have very few people on like the far right who are saying, no, yes, we should love everyone, but that doesn't mean that we should coddle them and encourage them in their sin. Mm -hmm. Because that's honestly what we've been doing, what the American church has been doing, is encouraging people to sin. Mm -hmm. And I know that that may sound harsh, It may be a little bit difficult for a lot of us Christians to hear because we'd like to think that the church is not doing that. But when you're not speaking out against sin, you're allowing it to continue taking place. Mm -hmm. And that is basically encouraging people to continue sinning because they never feel any kind of conviction. They are never even made aware sometimes that what they're doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have to think about the generation, like our generation, Gen Z, has no moral compass, Mm -hmm. honestly. And they haven't been taught what is blatantly right and wrong. And the lines are blurring so much. And so many people our age have no idea what to do and how to function in this world. And they've been so brainwashed by the public school system and by politicians and the people around them that they have no idea whether it is or isn't right or wrong to be gay. Mm -hmm. They have no idea. And so it's actually extremely devastating to me that churches are not talking about this, that youth groups aren't talking about this, because lots of us make excuses like, well, that's a pretty heavy topic. It's probably more for adults and stuff. Okay, well, the teenagers, the kids of our generation are the ones that are experiencing this now. Mm -hmm. They are the ones that their schools are pushing this on them. They're inviting the drag queens into their schools. We had a whole entire episode about this a little while ago where we talked about American youth groups and about some of these things that need to be discussed, especially with the youth of our generation. I will not get into all of that today because that would take too long. But I think that it is extremely sad that the church wasn't talking about it in any capacity. Youth, adults, it doesn't matter. It needed to be discussed and it wasn't. And so, so many people are still left feeling confused and not encouraged to take a stand against these Mm -hmm. things. Because I know that all of us, we want to be people pleasers. We don't want to cause a ruckus and we want, we want to love everyone, which is absolutely biblical, but the fluffy and shallow modern Christianity has twisted that so much that it's not even real love anymore. We should absolutely love each other, but we need to be encouraged to take a stand against these things. We need to know that other people are going to feel solidarity with us and they're going to stand up with us. And we need to know that our church is going to have our back if you make a public statement about it. Like if you are on social media and you have a platform that you want to use to call people to a higher standard, it's always good to know that your church is going to have your back or the Mm -hmm. Christians around you are going to support you. They're going to share your stuff and they're going to unashamedly support you and what you're saying. And they are also going to say the same things. So it's really sad to me that churches aren't doing that because that is what is keeping everybody paralyzed Mm -hmm. by fear because we think that we're never going to have any kind of support system. And even if you feel like you're not going to have a support system, that doesn't necessarily change the fact that we should be speaking out against these things in any way. You should be speaking out against it, whether people are going to support you or not. But it's always helpful to know that Mm -hmm. people are going to support you and they're going to have your back. 
So I think this should definitely, it should definitely be a big time wake up call to the American church that God will not be mocked. We need to start preaching about those verses and we need to start letting people know that supporting sin is absolutely not something that we should be doing and it's something that we should be rejecting Mm -hmm. at every turn. Mm -hmm. Not having that support keeps us from speaking out and from being bold because we're so scared of being alone, Mm -hmm. right? We're so scared of doing it alone. And that is why we emphasize Christian community so much here on the show because it's necessary. It's crucial. It's essential to the Christian life. Mm -hmm. This has always been the model that Jesus has given us. We are supposed to do things in community with others, Mm -hmm. not just others, but Christian people, people who are strong in their faith. And so I think that as Christians, it's very hard in our day and age where we're so isolated and we're so lonely to move past that. But like we were talking about with hospitality last week and last week on the blog, I wrote a blog post about Christian community. We need to be needed mm-hmm. in our everyday lives and we need to be needed by people who are on mission with us. Yeah, We don't need just more Christian friends or more fellowship. That's not what we need more of. People are honestly quite sick of that. I think we're sick of more fellowship. We're sick of more community. We're sick of those things because it's just surface level type community. Mm -hmm. We're not going deeper with people. We're not praying with people. We're not reading scripture with them. We're not doing what we were intended to do with each other, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. We're not doing what scripture has modeled to us. So when we think that we have a better way to do community or we have a better way to do these things than the way that the Lord intended for it to be, then we're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to get the results that we want to see, and we're especially not going to get biblical results. We're not going to see thousands coming to Christ. We're not going to see miracles and healings taking place. We're not going to see these things happen because we're doing it our own way and in our own power. True unity is not manifested, is not created, is not cultivated by means of human power. Mm -hmm. It is cultivated through the work of the Spirit and the Spirit alone. I think that this is something that we need to get back to. If we're going to actually make a difference, we need to get that right. We need to be unified because, yes, if we're all being honest If we're just standing up against the L.A. Dodgers situation or whatever situation it may be in current events and different political things happening, if we're the only ones standing up against those things and saying no, good for you. I'm glad you're willing to take that stand. Mm -hmm. Great job for having that courage and being willing to speak out. But if we're all being honest, that's not going to make a huge impact. It's not going to make a huge impact because you're not doing it with other Christians who are coming alongside you and saying, I believe this too, Mm -hmm. and we're on mission together. And it's not like we're going to go riot. It's not like we're going to go do crazy things. We're just going to do what's biblical. Yeah, That's all we have to do. And when you do that on mission alongside other Christians, alongside other people who are willing to lay down their life for the gospel, who are willing to give their all to Jesus— There is nothing more powerful than that. And that is what the enemy fears more than anything else. Mm -hmm. He's afraid that we will actually become unified, that we will actually become one and actually realize that scripture has been right all along when it comes to community, when it comes to fellowship, when it comes to these things. 
just having more friends or having more fellowship, that does not scare the enemy because we don't move past that. Mm-hmm. We don't do anything with those times to actually go to war together. We're just sitting around a table sharing a meal together, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying that that is absolutely terrible and we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. I love hospitality. I love sharing meals with people. I love doing that kind of stuff. But if it's not for the greater purpose of seeing others come to Jesus and seeing our world turn away from their wicked ways, then we're not doing anything meaningful. We're not truly making an impact and we're not doing it the way that God always intended us to. So I think that the main point with this whole episode, I know we've gotten into a lot of different things, a lot of different rabbit trails in this episode, but the main thing that I think the LA Dodgers stadium being flooded, the main takeaway for me is a simple one. And I want us to all remember this. There is right and there is wrong, no matter what people say, no matter what their opinions are, no matter what everybody else says around us. There is right and there is wrong. Do not let other people, the worldly sinful people, trick you into thinking that there is a middle ground, that there is an in-between, that there is a way to be neutral in everything. Let's stop being neutral, church. Mm -hmm. It's time to actually pick a side, and I hope that we will be bold enough to pick God's side, to not be okay with people mocking him. I am not okay with people mocking my God. That is not okay. That is not something that I'm going to tolerate. I will stand up against that and I will be bold enough to speak out against that through the help of the Spirit. It's not me. It's not me trying to be prideful and protect myself or whatever, or even the Lord. He doesn't need me to defend him, but I'm going to stand up for what's righteous and I'm going to fight for that. If we want future generations to do that, it starts with us and it starts right now. I wanted to end with a verse from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6 says, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Mm-hmm. The first part of this verse is what I think we should really be paying attention to, the empty words, because Mm -hmm. that is exactly what our world is filling us with right now is just empty promises and empty words that are encouraging us to sin and are promising us pleasure and momentary happiness. When in reality, if we disobey God, we are going to experience consequences from that. And ultimately, we're never even going to experience the happiness that the world promises us Mm -hmm. because the world is telling us it's a baseball game. It's okay. It's a baseball team. It's just a game. Mm -hmm. Just don't pay attention to that. Don't go to Pride Night if you don't want to, I guess. We're still going to have it. Yeah. Definitely still going to have it because if we don't have it, then that's very homophobic. But you don't have to go if you don't want to, but it's just a baseball game. Mm -hmm. Just watch it. It's fun. You like the team. Whatever. Empty words. Mm -hmm. Completely. Because ultimately, the consequences are going to far outweigh the momentary happiness that we may experience because of what the world promises us. Mm -hmm. So that is what we need to be focusing on. What is right is always everlasting and full and true and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And what is wicked and evil is always empty and vile and we experience consequences Mm -hmm. because of it. We are the ones that need to stand up against these empty words with the words that the Lord has given us, that he is encouraging us to speak, and that hold life and abundance and righteousness Mm -hmm. and justice ultimately. 
because that is what our world needs. Our world does not need more empty words, more empty promises. It needs something that's filling, something that is going to encourage this overflow of goodness and truth. That is what the world needs. It does not need any more emptiness. We all already feel so empty as it is. We don't need any more of that. We don't need the world promising us anything else Mm. that is never going to amount to anything. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. You definitely enjoyed the last one when we talked about the Dodgers. So we were happy to record this (laughs) follow-up episode. I do think that it's always cool when you see the Lord actively Mm -hmm. making himself known in these ways. Obviously, we wish that the LA Dodgers never would have had to experience some of these consequences. We wish they just never would have invited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to their stadium in the first place. But when you mock God, Mm -hmm. the consequences will come. And I hope that the LA Dodgers actually pay attention to this, that Mm -hmm. hopefully they make this correlation between their actions and what's happening now. We're going to wrap this episode up in prayer, so please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day, and I thank you for giving us the opportunity to sit down and record this episode, and uh, we just thank you for the ways that you are moving in our world and the way that you are showing how powerful you are when compared to the evil that we see every day. We know that you have the power to avenge yourself, and we just thank you for the way that you are displaying that power to us and um, that you are just moving in our world, and I just pray for each and every Christian who is standing up against some of these different things. We know that you have called us to stand up against evil and sin and to call it out when we see it and to not support the people who are sinning and to call them to a higher standard and ultimately to call them to a relationship with you. I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to have the courage to do that. And we pray for some of the players on the LA Dodgers team that stood up against the evil things that they were allowing to take place at their stadium. Pray that you would continue to strengthen them and just help them to continue standing their ground and we hope that they will be given an opportunity to discuss this a little bit more with some of the recent events that have happened and I pray that you would just help all of us to stand our ground and to be courageous and to speak out against this blatant evil that we would just be genuinely unapologetic about our beliefs and about the things that you have told us to stand up against in Jesus name amen amen Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Be sure to go back and listen to our previous episodes about the LA Dodgers as well as the Texas Rangers. We pray they are an encouragement to you and just get you thinking about current events and how we should view these things from a biblical perspective, how we should be examining them, and how we can make a difference in our generation. So thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 